Three people on a couch, back at you with another episode. I'm Steve, joined with Amanda and Brian. Today we're going to start off the episode talking a little bit about the cacao ceremony that we all indulged in last night. Brian's done this a few times, so I'm going to throw it over to him just to give a little backstory and a little information about what a cacao ceremony actually is. Brian? Thanks for having me on the podcast. Of course. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So this is only my second cacao ceremony. Uh, but what a cacao ceremony is, it's basically a uh, cacao leaf that they blend up or whatever, and you, you drink that. Um, and that's supposed to be what's called like a heart opener. So it's supposed to sort of like dilate uh, your blood vessels and, and just allow blood to flow better. Um, and then with that, you usually accompany it with breath work, uh, which if you've seen like Wim Hof or any of those sort of things, you're basically just breathing in certain ways to sort of activate different motions that may be stored in the body. Uh, last night, the one we did was sort of like two breaths in. So it was <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically what a cacao ceremony is. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming do. to my TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. This Thank is actually going to be a vine. It's not going to be a full <laughs> episode. Uh, I've done breath work before and I've been told I have bad breath. So I'm familiar with the whole <laughs> breath arena. I had never done cacao with it. And I feel like it was much more powerful than I anticipated because you hear cacao and even they said it's it's basically in a potent form of chocolate and you think, okay, what kind of physiological and psychological effects am I going to have from drinking, drinking, hot, drinking chocolate. hot chocolate and it, it blew my expectations out of the water. Amanda, what were your thoughts um, going in versus your experience okay so i didn't have any expectations it was just like in the last minute kind of thing brian you you texted because you knew about this through your friends or something and you were like yeah let's do this and i was like okay and then it was like what is it you're like yeah you're drinking cacao and do breath work and i was like okay let's do it why not so i didn't really have any expectations in the beginning did you uh i think my expectations were lower than my experience I actually had. I was expecting kind of just laying down and going into the the meditation and going through it. And every time I've done those types of things, guided meditations or group meditations, it's always a tussle with your mind to actually stay focused and not have the thoughts that pop up and the external stimuli distract you. And once we lay down and started the breath work, a few minutes in, my entire experience became a a physical orchestra of vibrations coursing through my body. So it's almost like the vibrations were so strong and my body was reacting so significantly to it that my mind actually shut off and I couldn't even hear what the, the, med- the guided meditation was anymore. And it was basically riding the waves of the vibrations through my body and I was kind of just rocking through them and they mentioned this might happen I know it happened to both of us our hands basically yeah, I also got that you got that too yeah I got I t-rex dinosaur hands. yeah dinosaur hands we all got them when you were mentioning that to me like I thought it was like a I don't even know I thought it was just going to be like a pose you do literally your hands yeah and fingers up. they lock up so much it, you think I'm never gonna be able to unclench my hands. It's it's that strong. I almost want to look into because they say like a lot of the spiritual community will say it's your body sort of releasing tension and the tension all goes to your hands. But I'm also curious if it's like it, maybe there's a scientific thing for it and it's like oh no you're breathing so fast so like 
blood's i don't know like not going there and so that because it's a weird thing and everyone experiences it but your and arms literally your hands lock up and for me it got so painful and i had to stop i had to stop midway through and slow my breathing down and I, even for a good maybe like minute two minutes i couldn't unlock my hands oh yeah oh yeah but did that happen to you yesterday yeah oh yeah because i haven't really i haven't heard your story of it i know I know. I want to say for the podcast. <laughs> um, I want to hear yours. So, okay. So you d- you didn't have expectations going in. No. Um, what was uh, what was it like? Like what for you? What was it like? Did you feel like you were able to get deep? Did you feel like you're kind of like what is this like woo woo stuff? So LA? Like what, what was it? <laughs> what was going on in for you? First off, I want to say yes. It's very LA to lay on a rooftop in Beverly Hills <laughs> and do guided meditation and breathing together, but. It was a nice experience. Like, I, I liked it. Um, I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but I was kind of afraid of it mm. um, when it started happening because it's just like you said, like, you cramping up. And also, my <laughs> it was a lot of body parts that was just, like, tingling away, and especially my face. So my whole face was, like, tingling, and, you know my my mouth was also starting to cramp up so i was like won't i won't be able to do this anywhere because it's like (gasps) (gasps) you know because my lips are so stiff so i was like uh, you know so it was a lot of that physical but the thing is i had a similar experience but those have been experiences when i have been hyperventilating so i guess and it was like same physical Mm. reactions to it um like did you stop like halfway through because you're like i don't like this and then stop and just kind of like i think i did it in waves you know like so you build it up and then you were like okay now it feels a little bit scary and then you slow down but then you go again and then Uh you slow down and then you go again so i yes i did stop myself a little bit you know but i was crying you you crying yeah that's so powerful yeah i mean wasn't that great what was that like did you feel like it was a release of emotion did you feel like it seemed scared you didn't want to do that yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I cried because I, for some reason, like, some thoughts came up mm. during the session because, you know, like, almost like you feel trapped. You're like, well, I'm going to lay here yeah. and do this, and it feels like forever mm. in a good way, not in, like, a bad way, but, like, I'm going to lay here and do this forever, and I'm having these emotions and, like, physical things. I was like thinking back to like a lot of things and then i cried about it which means that my (laughs) my nose also you know like clogged up Uh and then with my mouth cramping i was like (laughs) (laughs) i know it, it it was so much more intense than i imagined and i think everyone kind of gets like what they need from it and for me the message i got that is that i'm repressing or not allowing in the full amount of energy that I could be. So I think that's why my experience was predominantly physical. It's not like I had epiphanies or anything. It was a very intense, like enduring physical experience. Almost you screamed. Oh yeah. I, was, I heard I, you. I was like, that's I was like, <laughs> I was like screaming and that's, that's <laughs> like, it's a, yeah, safe, you don't it's, sc- it's a safe space. Like be yourself. And Brian's like, yeah, I heard you scream. Daddy? <laughs> I, I usually am not the one to, when, I've been in classes before and they're like, cry, scream, do whatever you want. And I'm usually not comfortable doing that. But no. physically, it was so intense. I was like, That's I'm, I'm going to yell and like do whatever yeah. it takes to make this. See, 
I feel like like you're embarrassed by that, but like a good cacao ceremony, there's way more screaming than that. Like like to be honest, going in last night when we got there, I was kind of like, I don't feel like doing breath work tonight. And I was like, I can't be bothered. And they started doing it. I was like, oh, why did I sign up for this? Like, I'm not in the mood right now. Like, I'm kind of hungry. Um, and I think your your intention going in affects it too. But then I kind of like breathed into it and got into it. And time passed like that too. Yeah. I was like, 20 minutes is going to be awful. And then I was like, it's over. And I was like, what? That was like a minute. Yeah. And, but I felt like, um, like for me, when they're like, like let out a noise and then you screamed and I heard a few other people and I was like, ah, and I was like, that wasn't authentic. <laughs> I, was like, I was like forcing like You're a tiger. Girl. I was like, roar. Yeah, roar. But the first time I did it, yeah. uh, like what is that last month? That was really powerful. And I was writing about this, in my journal this morning. I think one of the things, because we, I, a lot of people just met each other last night, we don't really feel safe, like really opening up. And so versus when I did it at the surrender camp, we got to know each other first. We played yeah. a lot of games. There's more team bonding. And then we went into it. So a lot of people felt more comfortable. And in that experience, some people had uh, orgasms, uh, screaming, crying, hitting. Like there was a really intense. I cried, like deeply cried um, in that experience. And that's not it. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so it's good, though, to do that. It's do you good. think it was because of the environment that you were a little bit more guarded because you didn't know the people as well enough yeah i think you. that's part of it i think also uh too just i was hungry so like that, that's <laughs> also You're like can i get more cacao marshmallows yeah. can we get in here uh, yeah, can I, yeah um that's a factor of it as well but also like and i was talking to uh, meredith and she was saying like you know you you don't want to go in expecting like you might have a breakthrough same with meditation meditation you might have a breakthrough one session and the next it might be different and that's okay too so um i was trying not to judge the experience i was having um, because there's no right way to have it. Like it's yeah. not like, oh, I screamed for five minutes. Like I, I killed that cacao ceremony. <laughs> no, there's no such no. thing. It's just whatever your experience is. Yeah. Did you feel when you were screaming like were you like ah? And then you're like, oh my god, people heard me. Like, no, no, it was almost like a form of surrender. That if like I don't let out noise and I don't completely surrender to what my body wants to do, then this is going to be a more difficult experience. Mm. Going in, I didn't anticipate screaming or doing any of those things. You know, you see everyone that's there and you still kind of have your guard up and we're doing like the name tags where you talk about what you want to let go of. And there was just certain different degrees of how much information people want to divulge. Some people are like, I really want to stop parking in the red. And yeah. Can we, mine said that. yeah. Can can we please no, talk no, about no, ours? No, yeah. Well, no, no. The girl that I was working with, like in the small group, hers was like, I want to stop being a bad driver. It's like, okay, I get it. And then the, the guy who was helping facilitate the event, his was like, I want to stop, uh, getting distracted at work and like, I, know. like I want to stop hating myself <laughs> so I know. Like, okay we're going in different levels here i, I guess. had this what i had the same because yeah so for you who doesn't know we had a name tag with our names and then a habit that we wanted to let go of and <laughs> me and steve we just went for it i was like my my habit that i wanted to let go of was i want to stop escaping my emotions and the girl i was working with her habit that she wanted to let go of was she wanted to stop oversleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And the same with yours. Like when we had ours, I was like, yeah, sure. And then everyone else is like procrastination. Hell yeah, girl. And I'm like, 
Yeah. Exactly. And I didn't mind. Like, it, no, it didn't no. like embarrass me. I just found it funny because we're like doing the group <laughs> intros to everyone. It's like, this is Steve. He hates himself. <laughs> this is Marissa. She wants to stop selling Bitcoin on the dip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess some people are going to divulge more than others here. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. We went for it. But Did you feel after, though? Like, I felt after the, the ceremony, this intense, like, this intense sensation almost of like love. Not like romantic love, but just love and appreciation for like life and people. And I really just wanted to hug people and like just just be present. I did, did not that? feel that, but I did feel. <laughs> I did not feel no. that. I wanted to slap a bit. Yeah, I want to slap them all. Oh, well, yeah. but <laughs> no, but I did have. It's interesting because the part afterwards, I really felt that it was something there. It was like something was released. I don't know if it was like the physical relief of not being tingling everywhere but you know it was like and i also looked myself in the mirror and my pupils had dilated yeah did you did you see that on yourself yeah so i I was like and i felt kind of high but in a good way not in a weird way so i was really present in the moment in a way that i haven't been in Mm. a long time so I, i really felt i was like wow i really see you you know and i was like I'm just gonna listen you know it wasn't like where's my phone where's when what time is it it was like very much there how was the sound healing for you I barely remember because no (laughs) I barely remember because like Steve said yeah I mean when you go to like an LA sound bath you never know what to expect is it gonna be auto-tuned is it gonna be like the real thing (laughs) I I like the sound bath and I I feel like it definitely um Part of my big vocabulary. I think it's almost like a simulacrum for what your body is I'm going sorry, through. Who? Yeah, that's a simulacrum. So my whole body felt it's like an STD. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lifestyle. It felt like my entire body was full of vibrations. And then some of the uh, instruments she was using was kind of uh, replicating th- that feeling of th- the vibrational energy mm. within. So I feel like it enhanced it. Did she touch you at all with any of the, with the instruments? <laughs> <laughs> You touched me with the clarinet. <laughs> no, uh, no. I don't. I couldn't even tell you. She might have. I know she definitely like did like the rain, the the, the rain thing, the rain thing yeah. like over my heart, and she might have touched me. But like I was saying, it was so physically enduring for me that I don't even know what was going on. If you like watched it back, I was on the ground just rocking back and forth, almost like I was uh, brought back to when I was a, a baby. I was just like rocking myself and trying to like ride the wave of the vibration for you so i actually filmed you i woke up i filmed you as you're going for wait you no you did no i'm just kidding i was like (laughs) no you're kidding can you imagine i mean there was a photographer there so so it's like yeah it might be out there i was gonna make those pictures i think it's probably gonna be on their page oh god i was gonna make a joke when she was like oh we did it in beverly hills i was like i wasn't expecting paparazzi but i was like wait no there actually was a cameraman like (laughs) documented it it's like hashtag hates himself at steve one it it it, uh yeah i i didn't expect that we had a photographer at the first event as well and looking back at them because you don't your eyes are closed you have no idea but people are having experiences yeah yeah and there are some powerful photos I don't know how the other people were reacting in there, but but you mentioned other people were also having these physical type of yeah, yeah, yeah. type of things. So I guess I wasn't the only one that was that was like that. So it was good. And I kind of want to do it again, not because I have expectations, but because now I kind of 
Because you know I'm like a control freak in that way that I want to know kind of what to expect. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, let's do it again. You know now I'm ready. Um, in California, I mean, obviously this is legal, but there's um, um, cannabis-assisted therapy. What's that? You basically uh, just get high with a therapist. <laughs> and then they like do therapy with you. But I get panic attacks when I smoke weed. Well, they can blend certain kinds that reduce that. So there's certain okay. uh, strains of weed that can actually reduce uh, panic attacks. They use this. I mean, medically, that's legal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what they are, though. But <laughs> she would know. And you basically sit down. And similar to a Phil Simon experience, they blindfold you. And then you lay down, you take it, and then you do some deep work with it. Now, I want to do all of those things yeah. just because of yesterday. I feel, I feel like I've done... I've done that, not in a clinical setting, but even with Barbara, who's a, a psychologist, I've taken cannabis and kind of gone deep or did Reiki and did those things. And it definitely helps, but I feel like it's a, it's a tool I'm so familiar with now that I almost like the cacao was more powerful for right, me. It's new. Yeah. It's, it's new. I don't yeah. know what to expect. And it just hits me a different way. I already have my preconceived definitions within me mm. about cannabis and the effects that I can get from it. Yeah. Have you done an edible? Yeah. I mean, I am actually ramping up (laughs) my weed consumption (laughs) just because I want to be able to smoke weed, which is weird, but it sounds weird, but it's, it's true. I take like an edible at night because I get so sleepy of it. And if in case I get too, yeah. And in case I get too high, I can just sleep it off. Mm. So I always do it. Five. Okay, maybe do less than that. I, I mean, even, I, I mean, five is five. five is good for me now. Oh, oh. <laughs> I do, I do like two no, and but, a half. But the thing is, I do have it with CBD too, so it's God, five THC yeah. and five, um, CBD. yeah, CBD. <laughs> I was like, do brain you, freeze. Do you find that even when you're taking like an edible alone at, at like before bed? Even then, you'll start getting the anxious. No, it's only when I smoke it because it hits you like that. It you does. know what I mean? It does. Um, so I have actually bought a few joints, and I'm just taking like two puffs or maximum four. Yeah. Of a really low dose, I think it's like 25 percent mm. THC in it, and then I just like wait it out a little bit because I need to be at home with. I have a special playlist that like calms me down in case of. And I also watched YouTube videos about how to not get anxiety from smoking weed. And they said that like you just have to focus on something different because if you start focusing on like my heart is racing, then it's just going to be worse and worse. The good news too is I think um, it's pretty much impossible to OD on uh, THC and die. Yeah. Pretty much impossible. Yeah. I don't think they have recorded any instances of it ever happened. Unlike other drugs. Yeah. Um, cocaine, definitely OD. Heroin, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Not from experience. But um, yeah, I think too, like it might even help if you go into a store um, like Kama, uh, more of like a higher end sort of store where they're like very like knowledgeable about the different strains and stuff and tell them like, hey, I usually get anxiety. I want the strain yeah. that won't do that. That's not too potent. They might be able to guide you in the right direction. Yeah. I think, I think it's like he was just saying, it's it's knowing at your core that you're not going to be in harm's way in any significant means. I feel like even with alcohol, sometimes I can, my anxiety can get higher than if I take an edible because with alcohol, it's like, am I going to throw up? Am I going to, something going to happen where I'm going to get sick? But with, with cannabis, I feel like it's, I just know that it's, it's not going to affect me and it's just a ride. It's a temporary ride. 
Whereas like mushrooms or something that's a step up, that is more of like, okay, let's see how this goes because that, which also that that's not going to harm you in a significant way in, in most cases, as long as you don't put yourself in a dangerous situation. But it's it's more of the unknown of what its potential yeah. is of it. What can happen? Would you do um, a psilocybin-assisted therapy? Yeah, I, I definitely would. It's very close to being legalized. Um, it's literally within probably one to two years. It'll be legal in California. It's so decriminalized in Oregon. And then uh, this week, actually, John Hopkins got federal uh, grant money for their psilocybin mushroom uh, treatments for depression, PTSD, and nicotine addiction. Well, they're already wow. it's already being sold in stores here. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's it's sold in like edibles, mushrooms. You had one. There's psilocybin like in those uh, those ancient mushrooms blend. Wasn't there psilocybin in that? In the edible? No. Yeah, unless you were no joking. Remember the. Those c- capsules in the black bottle? No, those were just those were just gummies from the store. No, they weren't gummies. No, they're yeah, those were gummies. Okay, well I, <laughs> well I I've heard that they it already is sold in uh, not legally. It's not no, you can't you can't buy those in the store. They're selling psilocybin in dispensaries, not like a, not a bag of mushrooms, but in, in edibles. It's one of those things where I think that everyone knows that it's going to be legalized soon, and they want to get their foot in the door That's first for sure, and yeah. ride that wave. Remember when dispensaries first opened up here? Maybe you weren't here, but years ago, these dispensaries were just like, it was a free-for-all. There wasn't any regulation, and they were like, whatever, let's just like see how much money we can make really quickly, and then we'll figure it out later because it's going to be legalized and all smoothed over. And the same thing's happening with psilocybin right now. I forget who was telling me, but it's it's definitely being sold uh, in edible, as edibles in some huh. dispensaries. So yeah, you, you can get it now. And there's also that place in Santa Monica where you can get assisted... Uh, plant medicines with uh, psilocybin, can can- you get that cannabis. Though? I know cannabis ketamine and ketamine, MDMA too. But you can get MDMA. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know MDMA's. Uh, they've been doing clinical trials for years now for couples therapy, and it's it's the results are amazing. That's yeah. also going to be legal soon too. I mean, with any of these substances, just like alcohol, if you abuse it, that's when you have the problems. If you're too young and you're getting exposed to it. That does affect the brain. Exactly. There's the, no question. And these are empathogens. So it opens up your heart and allows you to go within and grow and work through traumas and everything. But when you when you make them illegal and you brand them a certain way, kids will do anything to get their hands on them. And they're using them recreationally in situations where they're not getting the effects. They're just using them as a party drug when yeah. they actually... They can be They're used as a tool. In Sweden, no? Mushrooms. No, 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 no. Nothing, nothing is legal nothing. in Sweden. Not cannabis. Not even Re- close. Really? Not even close. Not even close. Mm-mm. Little close? No. So everyone here, when I was working for a cannabis company, people thought I was a drug dealer. Really? Yeah. That's how people- Wait, you're not a drug dealer? <laughs> Off the camera. <laughs> so people, when they think about cannabis there, they, they lump that in the same category as like a... A hardcore drug. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. We're all on the same planet. Even like we're all in the same country, but state by state, the perceptions and legalities vary so much. You can drive a few hundred miles and like you're under arrest for having that. It's. it's I was reading, uh, I was listening to a podcast today and they're talking about like Coca-Cola and how they used to have um, uh, coca leaves in it. Um, yeah. But I guess it was never that uh, stimulating as the equivalent of cocaine. It was basically like the equivalent of like doing three shots of caffeine at that level of sort of up. 
Um, but they got like their own patent on it apparently, or they and they like, were the only people allowed by the government to bring it into the country. Hmm. Yeah. I th- I thought uh, Coca Cola actually did have more than the leaves. They had like a derivative of cocaine. Well, yeah, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's from these leaves. It it gave effects that were similar to. And they were cocaine. also one of the main people for uh, during the war. Um, they basically had contracts with the government to supply to troops overseas. Yeah. I forgot which war. I want to say Vietnam, but I could be wrong. Um, and that basically led to so much branding. And that's why Coca-Cola became king because, like, all these people came back. And it's like, I want a Coke. Yeah. I don't want a Pepsi. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I yeah, mean, but, you, I mean, it's a good strategy. What's big in Sweden? Pepsi or Coke? Coke. How does Pepsi even make money? Did people just buy it when I, Coke sold I don't out? know. I, I, don't don't I really about, don't know. I don't think about Pepsi at all. I don't really think about Coke <laughs> really either. But like Pepsi. Dear Coke. <laughs> Do you have like any you, friends? You know what I mean? Like how often does like Pepsi pop into your mind? Never. Not much. When I go to bed, it's Sprite, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like I don't think about Pepsi anymore. And I feel like it's, it's almost uh, it's but, on the decline. And it's also like, you know, if you go in to like a fast food restaurant or something and you're like yeah i want a diet coke and they're like no but we have diet pepsi i'm like no <laughs> I just, uh, then i say no because i don't want it like who has that taco bell there's only yeah. one no, yeah taco yeah bell, no, right around pepsi owns taco bell pepsi owns taco bell. oh yeah. they do yeah. pepsico owns taco bell really yeah that's why yeah that's why because i've been in fast food in a yeah, long but, time no, i'm but, not counting last night just gonna say we literally <laughs> had it we went to fa- have you been to fat burger no. Tell me what you ate last night. I ate, I think it's called like the Fat Daddy or something. It was three, <laughs> I, th- I think it did. was like three quarter pound patties. It was over a pound. The bag felt like a, a light dumbbell when she handed not it to even, me. Like, not like, even like, joking. <laughs> How really, much was it? It felt like there was like rocks in it. It was that heavy. <laughs> it came out to $18. It, it was For worth it. For just a burger. No drink, no fries. No drink and no fries. Fat burger. This isn't a gourmet place. And like I mentioned, that exact burger, they have a challenge. I don't think they have it going anymore, but they have a challenge. If you can eat that, I think in under five minutes, then you get then you get your like picture and name on the that's wall. That's insane. And I did it. You did crazy. it. I did it. You have your name on the wall. Yep, in Venice. It's on the Fat Burger on Venice Boulevard in did you throw up after? I want to. No. I want to see Maybe that. Maybe this is your like undiscovered talent. I've I've been <laughs> Maybe. In, I've been in a few food eating competitions. Have you? I have. Yeah. Have you won? Uh, no. So the other one I was in was in Big Bear, and it was a pancake eating competition. Pancakes are the most difficult food to eat because they expand in your oh. stomach, and you're you have a momentum going, and then. 30 seconds later, you're like, whoa, I'm so full. Yeah, and then you're throwing up. Yeah, and I... You I threw up. No, I didn't throw up, but I was, I mirrored my strategy off of like the hot dog eating contest type of people. So research. I was I was eating the pancakes regularly. Then I was like, you know what? Like, I need a new strategy. I was taking like handfuls of pancakes and dumping it in my water and then just like getting it wet. <gasps> oh my like goodness. And you won consuming this. It. No, I didn't win. There you didn't was, win. There was some real lumberjacks in there and I just couldn't do it. There was another challenge at my my uh, my college which was like a burger a shake a pile of fries i did pretty well on that pancakes I'm telling you it's tough it's way tougher than you now think. i want to see a real competition like a real find food one? eating yeah can we please go and sure. watch and we can you, you can yeah. you can compete it's all about training <laughs> it's all about training your stomach to, would you call yourself a professional athlete yes no i <laughs> people do don't they who do oh this, yeah, like, yeah definitely like, they, definitely I just, they I just do feel like my appetite 
can vary a lot, especially if I haven't eaten. Like I probably could have eaten another one of those last night. Because you were so hungry. I'm so hungry and it's just, I, I'm a quick eater. And I think that's the result of growing yeah. up with siblings. I can, I eat so quickly that there's not even time for my brain to tell my stomach that it's enough. I can just consume it. Yeah. So. that's I have the same, not problem, because it's obviously not a problem, especially not if you're competing. But I have the same, like I eat so fast. So I don't really know when I'm full except afterwards like you said like 20 minutes later i'm like ooh, <laughs> that was a lot but that's why it's good to have like salads and stuff yeah. because then you have to you know it can be big it's not too many calories and then you're just like okay this is gonna take yeah. 30 minutes to the fat dissolve. burger one i did a few years back i was medicated for that one i took tylenol now i, I smoked before and that takes my oh. appetite and that, that multiplies it by like 10 oh so wow like, that was nothing for me that wow was that was literally nothing there was no difficulty. Kind of hungry though. Now we're talking about all this. I know. We really should try to get an, a sponsor from Fat Burger. You wanted to tell them. Should we mention what the, when Brian asked for mayonnaise and barbecue sauce from the the cook? I said it in the most like. Tell me if you think this is how I said. Uh, excuse me. Can I have some uh, mayonnaise and uh, barbecue sauce? Yeah. And I couldn't understand what the guy was saying, but he was saying he was like dead bees. And I was like, what? What was that? He's like dead bees. And I was like, excuse me. He's like, and he moves his mask and says, say please. And I was like, what? Can I please have some? <laughs> I mean, that that to me is a fat burger power play. He's like, you know what? <laughs> this kid just ate our grandiose biggest burger in no time at all. This guy wants extra condiments. I'm going to put him in his place. He, didn't, <laughs> yeah. he asked him completely, like politely. He's just like, say please. But that, that is just weird. I like, should have been like, Please, please, just, just a little bit, please, I'll be good. Like, I mean, but it's so, like, I've never, I've never gone to a fast food place and they asked me to say please. Yeah, I know. I th it's funny that he wanted to like pick a fight with you of all people, but he, I'm <laughs> assuming it was, we were there like kind of late at night. So it's probably the result of just dealing with customers that probably were just demanding things all day yeah. long i didn't take it personally i'm sure know. he had a bad day whatever it's like i'll i said please i said in a polite way um yeah i i always try to make people's if i'm being uh, waited on or anything i always try to make it just so easy on them that even if they literally give me the wrong meal i probably won't even say anything i'll just eat it because i i know what it's like to be on the other side and how annoying it is because some people view the you crossed the, over. Yeah, I've crossed over. I've been on both sides of the equation. Some people view the wait staff as like, their personal servants, and it, it gets very frustrating. Yeah. Ranch, like I've had that like yelled at. Like, <laughs> coming. But I've actually also worked for a fast food chain. Have I, you? Yeah, when Ooh. I was in school. Which one? McDonald's. You worked at McDonald's? Yes. Really? You in, never in, told in us Sweden? this. Yeah, in Sweden. Wow. Whoa. I know. But I feel like it was probably fun. I, I can imagine it's in this it cool was, town. All the cool girls work there. Oh, yeah. It was so <laughs> fun. It was so fun. And I was working and we had such a good teamwork, you know. And I think I was like 16 or something. And we all went out to party. And it was How the, it was the craziest party. I think it was like. Three years. You worked at McDonald's for three years? Yeah, during high school. Because I wanted Whoa. extra money because I'm greedy. So, yeah, I know. So, it was so fun. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, I know. Is I think the I, longest job you've had? 
No, I worked for H&M for five years. Is, is the food at the McDonald's in Sweden any different because of the different regulations? Yeah, it is a little bit different. I would say like stuff on the menu here at McDonald's, I've never seen in my entire life. <laughs> and uh, also yeah, like, yeah. and we have ingredients that are unknown to me. Yeah, <laughs> like what now. is this? And um, yeah, so it's a little bit different, definitely. And also the regulation system that I remember it because you cannot have anything pre-made for too long so we have these like time cards on it so you can see that oh this has been here for like seven minutes and it only allows to be in the hot you know yeah place for like eight minutes so then you have to throw it away oh really yeah that's always what we did sorry mcdonald's but like me and my friends we were like oh this is waste and then you ate it you yourself ate it? <laughs> oh, wow. i saw a tiktok that said that the potatoes that McDonald's works with specific farmers to get their potatoes. And there's a, an agent that's spread on the potatoes that is so toxic that after the farmers spray it, they don't go near those crops for 24 hours because wow. it's, it's dangerous to ingest. But whatever that chemical is, it. it helps it. It gives it longer shelf life. Like it doesn't uh, degrade but nearly as quickly. Talking it's about it, I, I I think that because McDonald's is franchise, yeah. so yeah, you know, everything is owned uh, by someone. And I think that in Sweden, there's only Swedish, like everything from McDonald's in Sweden is from oh, Sweden, you know, like because yeah. I, I know that the meat is because they always yeah. took pride in that in Sweden. They were like 100% Swedish, you know beef and and stuff like that but i don't know how it is with the potatoes but India, it would be no weird if they were not because sweden is such a big potato land you know yeah, like we love yeah. to grow potatoes there's in india there was no um no beef in mcdonald's oh really yeah so not at all get chicken only chicken, chicken? Uh, yeah because a lot of the population doesn't eat beef because it's a sacred animal oh um, yeah yeah and so i don't want to start any like riots or anything so no it makes sense was mcdonald's as popular people are still going out oh, yeah. getting chicken sandwiches yeah chicken i've nuggets. ordered it i do uh uber eats order it there all the time <laughs> i i feel like uh the burgers at mcdonald's i haven't had it in a while but it's always such a crapshoot that you're gonna get a dry one i just mm. had oh, this yeah. like sensation in my mind this dry burger that's been sitting there but sometimes they hit it out of the park it's like okay this is actually it tastes like food, but yeah. I know it's nutritionally horrible for me. Yeah. <laughs> I have a fun idea we can do on this show. What can we do? There's a, an app, like um, a, uh, you basically hit a button and spin and a topic comes up. Oh, really? And we can do that and then see what topic comes up. And like, whatever it is, we have to talk about it. Okay, let's sexual, do it for next. It could be like about movies, but we, we just go into it. Yeah, what? let's do it next episode. Why did I think you were going to say uh, we're going to bring different fast food items and yeah. eat them blindfolded? I, I also That's thought about it. Did. I was like, I think you're both like, food? Excited, right? I think we could do that too. <laughs> we could do all Can of it. it out? No. no. I had enough burgers last night for at least the next 12 hours. I remember in my geometry class in high school, we had to make like gingerbread houses and then like do the the math related to them. I don't, I don't, what? Know, I don't know where the <laughs> education came That's in. That's a weird education. I remember my group built like the first McDonald's. We replicated it off of the, the actual- In gingerbread. 
and, and gingerbread. <laughs> and then we didn't do any of the math. She's like, what does this have to do with Pythagorean theorem? We're like, it's the first McDonald's. <laughs> like, that is such a weird like thing. Of, but I, I remember also doing, it sounds fun though. Because you watch like the founder and like the movie about the origins of McDonald's and it yeah. seemed like it was more of a legit place. And then over time as it grew and grew and grew and more and more corners were cut to maximize profits, it became less and less like real food mm. yeah it turned into like a lunchable did you guys basically. see the you, did you see the new james bond no i haven't you, seen did that you watch one. it yet no i haven't seen it are you yeah. gonna see it can i spoil it you shouldn't spoil no, it. no don't spoil it viewers. sorry Fine. is the movie still this to do with mcdonald's don't worry about it <laughs> no, spoilers. no spoilers oh my goodness I'm now excited to i see, need to see uh, it dune what's that, that? the new dune? timothy shelley movie Oh, I think I saw Excuse the, the me? billboards. Excuse me. Looks for that. so good. What? It, what is? Chalamet. I am the worst with names. Like I, if I see face, yes. It's the cute little like twink boy. <laughs> 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 I don't know. He's, he's not. He's not gay, but like he's just like he's like a cute little little actor. He's, he was in. Um, he's a cute actor. Yeah, com- he's like boyish. I guess you could say. He's like okay. Boyish looking. Okay. Like, Call me by your name. Have you seen that? Damn it. Okay, one more. It's a really good movie. Raining in New York. Isn't that the Woody, Woody Allen movie? Yeah, oh, did, oh, oh. He did his high school play. Of, no, I don't is, know. It, is it the guy with the big front teeth? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? Timothy, I'm so sorry. Wait, who I'm has sorry. the big front teeth? No. Now I gotta I don't, know. He, no, I, I don't think he has, but he has like a nice head of brown hair. He, I really think it's him. It? <laughs> no, no, I, I re- think he's, he's like cute and like boyish. Yeah, but I think it's him. Yeah. I, I don't know why I think about his front teeth, but it's something Does about it. I don't think it should pull up. Should we? Yeah, okay, okay. Actually, I hate when we do this, but we we do have pull to it pull it up. Google this. Pull okay. Come on, Timothy. Timothy's teeth? I don't know what's going to happen. No, but I just want to see if it's him. No, I haven't seen him before, but he you was haven't? really cute. Yeah, he's a cute his little boy. Oh, he's actually really cute. How How young is he, though? I think he's like early twenties, maybe. Yeah, probably a twenty-three. Fuck. So you're going to bowl? <laughs> what? What? was what that? <laughs> I'm just so tired of everyone being younger than I am, <laughs> and then I think they're cute, but I can't go there because they're younger. But do you prefer? You're your- not that. You're only twenty-seven. I know. That's it's okay. Yeah, but then I go after like twenty-three-year-olds. Is he like good. that's okay? Is there a cutoff though <laughs> at twenty five in people's minds? Like younger kids, it's like, oh my god, you're dating someone older than twenty five. You know those like cutoffs that people have in their mind. But no, but like to be fair, I want to date someone that is older. Do you think I don't old people why. have this conversation? Like, Bruce, you're disgusting. You're dating someone who's fifty. He's so young. Like, no, because <laughs> Barbara always says like you're a, all you care, all you ask about is like people's ages. It's like Barbara is 80, 81, almost eighty two. She'll invite me to something, and I'll be like, "Well, how old is everyone going to be there?" Like, I normally don't <laughs> ask that, but it's like, I want to know. Am Are I hanging they? out with a group of eighty year olds today? <laughs> Not that it matters, but you just you kind of hey. you want to know what you're, you're walking into. Yeah, like the cacao, cacao ceremony. Now I now yeah. I know, so now I can do it. But she always says, "Like, what does it matter? I don't even know people's ages. They're seventy. They're 20. It's like that's a pretty big gap. <laughs> that's, you don't understand a seven year old and a twenty year old. Diverse." <laughs> yeah, I, I showed her Timothy Chalamet. She's like, "Is he an AARP member?" Like, he's, <laughs> he's twenty-three, but yeah, it's I don't know. Younger. I mean, it doesn't like age really doesn't matter, but I just 
feel like I will end up with someone that is older than I am. At least 10 years. 10 years? Yes. Really? My ex in Sweden. That's almost 40. Yeah, but the best relationship I've ever been in, he was 17 years older than I was. Wow. Yeah, but he was, it was a really good one. Or I just had a, a hang up with people in their, when they're 37. That's my age. Like what, why do you like older men? Is it just sort of the maturity of it? They have their like shit together. They have a career. They know what they want. Is it more I mean, like the wisdom that comes with age? Yeah, I think it's maturity. But also, like you, it's interesting when you say like have their shit together. Because if I were to meet someone that is like, let's say he's 40. Then I expect certain things sure. from him. Like I expect you to have your shit together. Because you're so much older than I right. am. Um, but if I meet someone in my own age, I don't have those high expectations of them either. Right. So, I mean, they're still starting off in their career. Yeah, because the I don't have, you know. at 27, it's very small. Yeah, so I think, yeah, definitely the expectations are uh, different when it comes to, to the age. But, I mean, I don't know. At least, I don't know. I just have something internal. Like, they cannot have kids from previous relationships i who knows that might be changing you know as i get older but no kids since before and uh not younger than i am they can be the same age they don't have to be 10 years older but at least not younger than i am did you ever have pets growing up yeah you did would you ever consider getting a dog in la i mean Yes and no. Why no? Would you get an older dog or would it have to be younger? <laughs> older, <laughs> young older dogs are discriminated against. You go to like a shelter, it's all... Well, these, yeah, because it's money. It's Yeah, there's this a lot like of health issues. So sick. But it's Same so, with older people. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> That's <shit>. horrible. <laughs> and shit, yeah. Grandma, so we got to I always feel bad for those dogs that have like... Yeah. They're older and they're all like white. But they're so cute though. I'm the old ones. I'm volunteering at an animal shelter. Oh, that's a great I, idea. I, I've done that before. I also want to do it. Yeah. But then I saw this one thing, uh, this show on Discovery Channel called Monsters Inside Me. Do you remember that show? Uh, it was, so there was this case where like it's pretty common where if a cat scratches you, sometimes they have this sort of like bacteria worm thing. A cat scratch fever. No, but it grows inside you. And then it's you like a parasite. Get, it's a parasite that grows inside you. It can eat your brain and kill you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. My cat, Very rare. My cat used to fuck me up. Like, Usually when he when he was scared, you know when they get scared, the claws come out. So you like hold them, it's like like digging into you and like shaking. But I actually have volunteered at a a dog shelter before, and I think it was in ninth grade. We had this thing called CSLs, community service learning, where you had to volunteer somewhere for like forty hours and do like a big project. It was like the big like ninth grade pro- project, and I volunteered at this animal shelter in in my town called Buddy Dog. I remember I wrote like this like big article about it. And I, I thought I was so cool and clever. And I came up with this like great headline, like putting a new leash on life. It doesn't even make sense. Like the terms like putting a new lease on life. And I was like, I couldn't wait for the article to come out because I submitted it. And I was, I was like so excited for like the headline that like my own headline was going to be in like the local newspaper. The newspaper comes out and the headline they ran was shelter's first dog was buddy. Like just like because it's called Buddy Dog, they just like eh, f this kid's headline. We're gonna put this like informative little. I like that keeping new leash on life. I want to. I feel like it. It really uh, took the took the sails out of me. Took the (laughs) winds out of my (laughs) sails. I have sails in me sometimes. Uh, The other there's one other uh, moment when I tell that story that always goes along with it. I was in 
uh, chorus, I think maybe in like fifth grade. And I was really excited for this like winter show we were doing. And I was telling my whole family, like there's like a big surprise. Like there's going to be a big surprise. Like just look, look out for it. And the, the big like finale was we like sang about like the Northern lights and we like flipped over like our pieces of paper. Like they, uh, they glowed in the dark. So it was like, there's like neon, we're like, we're creating, like we're creating the Northern lights. And apparently this wasn't as cool as my family thought. Cause my brother afterwards, like, asked my mom he's like steve said there's like gonna be like a big surprise like what was it and my mom goes i think it was those folders <laughs> <laughs> I that's feel like, drop yeah. drop course the next week <laughs> I, always, I remember like you'd always go to like staples during like back to school week and like grab all the like the folders and the markers and like, yeah it was really Trapper a fun keeper. experience yeah. it was really fun but then it got old no it never gets never old. old i feel like it never no. got old because you got new clothes you still want to go all right, the zip, little ziplock. Let's thing. do an assignment You're... for like the next podcast. We're going to do something different. No, but... that we don't normally do. I'm going to Boulder tomorrow. Oh, yeah. so I'll, that's my assignment. Yeah, Done. I'm, I'm going to brush thing. my teeth. He's going to brush his teeth. Do something. So, how about this? How about both of you guys have to find an event separately, or you can go together? Okay. Okay. Something different than you you haven't done before. Okay, be like we went I'm, to dinner. I'm, I'm like da- no, I'm down for that because we'll we'll each have our respective stories yeah so each of you have to go to a different event let's do that alone it has to be something out of your comfort zone okay and then you're gonna tell us about it on the podcast okay so what are you expecting for boulder what what's actually going you're going for a birthday party right a friend's birthday party uh his girlfriend's birthday who i've never met okay and you've never been i'm going to hang out with him i mean we used to be roommates uh when i lived in vietnam i taught we both lived together um for about a year and then um yeah we remained we remained in touch uh that was like five years six years ago he came out to India uh, with his whole family. Wow. And visited me. Yeah. Committed. Yeah. He's already gone to India. So oh. I think his sister was backpacking through it. So the dad came as well. Uh, but yeah, he's a really good guy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to visit him in Boulder. We're both back in the States. We've never hung out in America, but we've hung out in India and Vietnam. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Potentially another country. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> so first time in America. In Boulder. Out. I mean, yeah. he's American. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. First time you're hanging yeah. out in America, in Boulder. Is it going to be snowing there? I hope not. You know what can happen? There could be like a 75 degree day and the next day it snows. What? Their their weather is very all over the place. I'm bringing uh, you yeah, don't have snow stuff, but did you check the weather? I did the I did yesterday and I think it was like same as LA. Really? Yeah. It's still hot there. I mean, like, like 70s, 60s. I have a little story from last time I was at Boulder. I had a little like date that I went on. I was messaging this guy in one of the apps. And he worked at the UC Boulder football stadium. And he told me, hey, why don't you meet me at five o'clock when I got to work? Like, meet me at C5 bathrooms. I was like, okay. Sounds good. Like, kind of a weird place to meet, but maybe that's just like an easy, like, landmark because, you know what I mean? The stadium, everything kind of looks the same. So it just kind of gave me a, a spot to meet. So I met him there and we're outside of the bathrooms. And I was like, he, he says, hey, I'm going to like just go in real quick and go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, yeah, I might as well like, go pee too. Like, I, I don't know if yeah. I another opportunity. So we're standing there like, at the urinals, and I was like, so where are we going on this date? And he just looks at me and goes, this is the date. I was like, oh, my God, no. Yeah, what That's did he it. do? I, le- I left. You left. He was looking for like a peep show type of thing, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "I do stalls only. Like, I don't know what this oh whole my... urinal business is." Wait, good. That's so weird. Wait, so he was. That's what he was trying to do. Was just pee next to you? Yeah. 
And then he's like, cool, that was great. Hope you enjoyed it. Like, he what? He basically, <laughs> I think it was some kind of voyeuristic thing where he wanted to just be next to me while I peed. And that doesn't really, doesn't work for me in general. Like, I, I don't want to be, like, no. watched while I'm peeing, really. No, so, I'm like. Uh, we were on the, uh, we're on two different pages, I guess, when it came to that. I, I guess I should have known. I met him on P Finder, so I don't know if it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may- maybe you should switch apps. That's so weird. But that yeah. is really what weird. What with a heterosexual couple? Like, I, like, yeah, I also think about it. Five, and it's just like, <laughs> I know. Like, I actually also, thought we were going to go out to like Chili's or something. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like a date that is weird. Yeah, I ran into him at a urinal in Philadelphia. <laughs> he's all over the place. He gets around. Uh, no, I've never seen him. I don't even know what he looks like. What do you mean? But the foreskin? No, I have no idea what he even looks like. Is he wearing a mask? No, I, I don't remember. How old are you? <laughs> I don't know. This is like four years ago. Oh. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> you don't remember. I don't. I don't remember because I rem- okay, it's coming back to me now. What? It's like it's, it's <laughs> what? now he remembers. Well, th- this is how it works. Like it, it's triggered, and now like, I'm like I'm walking into the bathroom, like remembering what the whole bathroom looked like, and I'm remembering then I saw him there, and the vibe was off and weird, and this is why I've just like repressed the entire thing of what he actually looks like. Yeah, if it was like an absolute stud. I don't and think I'd forget, but it was just something I just want to like, push out of my memory. Yeah, and to be fair, like I don't even remember people i met, you know i met like last week if i only met them like once it was quick yeah it's not like i have a clear picture in my head about you how they look other? i'm not sure so wait you guys meeting for the first i don't time? know <laughs> but you should check out the uc boulder stadium it is it is nice c5 c5 c7 was it c it was c5 i think couldn't remember his face but i remembered where i met him i don't, I don't even know what oh, it what was five era? Like, like so what do you what landmarks do you want to see do you want to see the capitol building do you want to see the the big mountain <laughs> like we have to go see c5 c5 that's, there's a, there's a that's good ice cream it. place in downtown denver is that near c5 no boulder i'm only going to I, c5 boulder is a good like 30 minute drive from denver yeah. so there are a lot of boulders there's a lot, a lot of rocks is that why go to red rocks so the, oh, they do music festival there yeah so they have it's a oh, it's a concert there's a music festival yeah, happening there's it's a big concert venue and the, during the day when there's not a show you can actually like go around uh, the the amphitheater and a lot of people exercise they, they run up the stairs like go around they everywhere like, oh, oh, oh. No, not not vocal exercises they're doing I like would. calves I would and squats there's also like a museum there it's the john denver museum in uh, 1968 it was founded no i don't <laughs> if you're interested in seeing the political side of denver the chamber of commerce was fun. yeah i'm trying to remember what else i did there are a few hikes I went to a, a few parties. Um, I went to uh, Golden, Colorado, which is a little bit north. That's where the Coors Light factory was. You know, there's an OnlyFans. <laughs> That's a shift, but transitions was, are not your thing. I, right? <laughs> what? I was just thinking back to the C7 thing, and, and that just made me think of uh, C5. 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 Not C7. Um, OnlyFans, because I never knew what OnlyFans was. So I moved back to LA last year. Never heard of it. But okay, I wait. Only fans for fans of people. I yeah, but the, the, the whole sex. Component. It is basically. It is. I mean, it is, porn, but right? no, it's. Wait, you know? <laughs> I mean, my OnlyFans is pretty good. Wait, you <laughs> no, what? Oh. <laughs> it's a McDonald's yeah. cosplay. Yeah. Yeah, like, by the way, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> um, no, but 
I think OnlyFans, it evolved into that because I think it was first meant to be for like the bigger influencers right, to right. be like, this is just content that I'm sharing with a few, uh-huh. a few fans. And then it was like girls that was like, I'm not famous and I don't have anything to offer. So I'm just going to post like nude pictures or something. I think it started as a competitor for Patreon. So they really want yeah, it's like an yeah. exclusive place where it's like, you yeah. can see some more exclusive content, but then you have to pay saw for how it. How much money you're making by doing adult content. And then it just became that. Yeah. I think so too. Should we put a Patreon for a podcast? <laughs> post nudes? Uh, we could do it only. No, no nudes. No <laughs> we, we could do it only fans. We'll just show like our yeah. feet. We'll do like a feet thing. People yeah. are in that. <laughs> I don't know. I will post pictures of C7. Don't, don't show them for free. Okay, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, no feet yeah, for you. Don't give the feet away for free. Yeah, only fans. I don't know, like f- foot fetish, it's never been like my thing. But, but that's a real thing. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Everything's a real thing. No, but it's a lot of people having that. What do you that. mean? I feel like there's a story coming here. Like, what do you mean it's a lot of people? What's going on? Guys, guys love women's feet and they want to like get feet pics or worship their feet or like smell their heels. Ooh. I, uh, okay. Smell their heels? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Weird. <laughs> what is okay. this an episode of you? So this, I remember this one time. It was this guy. I don't. I'm not gonna give away who it was, but the, the first time, yes, it was the first cool. time, <laughs> the first time we had sex, he put my entire feet in his mouth. Both feet? No one, and like just the tip, ish. Yeah. <laughs> As and you I was were like, having sex. Yeah, like. During the n- evening of sex, not the same. <laughs> okay, I thought it was wasn't like. See, could you do yeah, that no, at the same time? Could no. you do intercourse and a foot in your mouth? I mean, you probably could, but like the I know that he liked that, and I was like, "Oh, this is new." And then I heard a lot more, especially here in America, from friends, and you know that people are having those foot fetishes. Yeah, the feet aren't alive enough for me to be attracted to them. I they feel like don't inert. get attracted like, by it. Feel like they're not doing anything. Like the other parts of the body. But they do so much. Uh, they you look do. at like Asian medicine, uh, like Chinese medicine, the feet is where everything holds. I know, but they're not thinking that when they're yeah, sucking but it's on not, their toes. Like, no. oh my God, this is like connected to the pericardium and everything. Because that's the thing. Like I wouldn't be sexually, you know, aroused if you just put your feet in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good like i've had my toes sucked on before yeah it it feels that was like a weird podiatrist appointment but it's it doesn't feel bad like and everyone likes getting their feet massaged. like my feet getting like tickled with like a toothpick or something <sighs> yeah foot massages <laughs> today we're realizing all the foot fetishes i love foot massages. <laughs> yeah, we're like that's but gross that's gross i don't fetishize <laughs> other people's feet but it's like someone's like suck on my toes it's i guess it's more pleasurable than not having my toes sucked on it's a form yeah, I of mean, a massage but i'm not sexually like look at those toes no that's that's the thing that that's the thing i don't understand how is people this are person yes <laughs> oh my god of course <laughs> i i think it's so funny when you were like do i know him i'm like yeah you only know one that's true yeah that's <laughs> so, you know? was it every time he wanted the feet? no 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 he wanted the feet you no, but I've it, been getting it, it came up. Feed pics now, like. Is that and if saying? if you hooked up with him in Europe, would he call it kilometers or would he fuck off? <laughs> Give me those fucking kilometers. <laughs> kilometers, it doesn't. He's giving I you die. metric sex. <laughs> it took like one micro moment for yeah. me to like understand what you mean, but now when I get it, I just yeah, yeah. no, yeah, no. He <laughs> he still kept with feet. I know I know someone who's very very into them and he 
actually made a short film called Foot Fetish, and he's very obsessed with women's feet. I know there's some like creepos out there that will like photograph girls' feet, like when they're not looking. But honestly, like how nice is that? I don't feel like it's sexual or weird. Like I'm showing them for free right here. I know. If I'm gonna take a photo and just send it to someone and get money for it, I would. And they're usually. So you want to do an OnlyFans? I could definitely you do, could do that. A, you really could just do a foot fan. Yeah. No, foot, there's foot a lot of fans. people do. They're also usually covered in dirt. Not yours specifically, but like... <laughs> Imagine your face is like, no, they're not. <laughs> I clean my feet. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could, I could, I could do... In general, you know what I mean? Your feet are covered in dirt and they suck. <laughs> You'll never do an OnlyFans. Those feet are filthy. No, but you're true. It's true. I had these heels that just fucked this, this one up. How and come... Is this because of... Heels. I noticed like my mom has this type of toe too, where it's like yeah. you could cut a loaf of bread with her baby toe. It's so sharp. Yep. Yep. Can I feel it? No. Can I put it in my <laughs> don't, mouth? Don't, don't, don't. Not for free. Did you say uh, your mom no, had to no. get your mom, <laughs> your mom Only got a toe fans. surgery? Something like that, yeah. I think uh, maybe we do a foot fetish thing. A foot fetish thing. <laughs> I definitely I, don't. But like I think it's hard to do it when you're not when you don't know what people like with feet. Like, because I don't have it myself. Did he ask if you like her or he just did it? He just did it. Was he always massaging your feet? No, no. It was, he was just more like sucking on my toes. Were you like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was like, uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. After a while, when we dated for like a year, I was like, whatever. You dated for a year? No, we dated for, honey, we dated for two years. Honey, you guys dated for two years? <laughs> Honey. No, but I mean, we dated for two oh, years. Oh, wait. We've only been in America for... Two years. But... Wait, this doesn't Yeah, but, but we... No, but... Oh, I do know the story. Yeah, he came to visit you. You were here for visiting, and then he came to, uh, to Sweden, and he did a whole thing in France. Yeah, we had a back and forth first, yeah. Yeah, it was. But it worked better long distance than close distance. <laughs> so basically, you just didn't enjoy spending time with him. Yeah. <laughs> we, but, like, we were... It's so interesting when it comes to long distance because then you have to actually like talk to each other instead oh, of having talking. sex and you really get to know each other and you have like this intimate connection. But it's just like when you meet and spend time, that's when you feel what's actually yeah. going on. Like well, what is the you, actual What is vibe. it? 70% of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. So it's the other 30% is feet. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. That was a fun. This was a fun podcast. Yeah. Like it was, it was informative. We learned about cacao. <laughs> yes. Feet. <laughs> Only fans. C7. Dipping your toes in cacao. C5. Never. Guys, we'll be back next week. We'll hear about Brian's trip to the boulder. And Amanda and I will be getting our feet wet in some <laughs> local events. We'll be sure to. Uh, Outside of our comfort zone. Bring you guys on the ride. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a great day. Bye.